Hi, Boker Tov. Good morning, everybody. We are here at Kilat Shiftei Yisrael in Ranana on Zoom, studying Amud Yomima Sachat Sukkah Daf Kaf Gimel Amud Aleph. We start in the middle of the page by the two dots. Um, we quote from the Mishnah first. If you look to find the two dots, O Agabe Gamal. In today's sugya, we're going to discuss building a sukkah on top of a gamal. We'll discuss also having an animal serve as one of your tfanot, one of your walls in the sukkah, and uh, which is a fascinating idea in and of itself. And then, uh, and then we will continue to discuss a machloket between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda in terms of uh, concerns about the possibility of death actually happening in different aspects of halacha. So the Mishnah told, told us as follows that uh, a person is allowed to build a sukkah on top of an ilan, or on top of a gamal, on a tree, or on a, cow, uh, a camel, but one is not allowed to climb these things on yom tov, a tree because of hishtam shut, uh, one is not allowed to climb or go up a tree on Shabbat or yom tov, out of concern that one might break a branch, one is also not allowed to go up in an animal as well, on, uh, on, on yom tov or Shabbat. So the Gemara says, Madnitin Mani, whose opinion is this? Which Tana is the author of our Mishnah? Our Mishnah is anonymous. Who is the author of our Mishnah? Very often the Gemara will try to figure out who the author of the Mishnah is. Madnitin Mani, Rabbi Meir, it must be Rabbi Meir. Ditanya, as we learn in a bright, if a person builds their sukkah on top of an animal, Rabbi Meir machshir, Rabbi Meir says this is kasher, Rabbi Yudah says it is pasul. So clearly in our Mishnah, which suggests that you're allowed to build a Yusukan an animal, that must be like the opinion of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yehuda posts my timer. So the Gemara asks, why does Rabbi Yehuda invalidate this type of sukkah? To Rabbi Yehuda Amarkra, it's based on the Pasuk. What does it say in the Pasuk? In Dvarim Perak Tedzain, it says, Chag Hasukot Ta'aselacha Shivat Yamin. You shall make for yourself a sukkah for seven days. Sukkah Haru'uya Leshiv'ah. Only a sukkah that is um, that is usable, that is made with the intent, that is made with the possibility of surviving and lasting for seven days, counts as a sukkah. A sukkah which will not last seven days does not count as a sukkah. Now, you'll notice there's a hyperlink here. The Gemara is quoting from the Kaman, Daf Kav Zayin Amudbet. This is actually, it's only four pages later, when we get to the second part of the Masachet, which discusses the mitzvah of sitting in the sukkah. Now we're talking about the technical qualities of the sukkah. We will be discussing the mitzvah of sitting in the sukkah. There's well known opinion of Rabbi Eliezer, who says that, uh, he has some, a number of interesting uh, opinions, but Rabbi Eliezer says, first of all, you have to own your sukkah. Just like you have to own your Dalad Minim, you have to own your sukkah. Rabbi Eliezer also says, you may not go from sukkah to sukkah. Rabbi Eliezer is, is, is totally opposed to sukkah hopping. What is that a lot of sukkah hop? You have to stay in your own sukkah. You may not go from sukkah to sukkah. Uh, you also cannot make a sukkah in Again, because your sukkah needs to last for all seven days. The Chachamim say it's fine, but everybody does agree. Everyone agrees if your sukkah falls apart in the middle of sukkot. A wind, a gust, whatever it is, rain, snow, you may rebuild your sukkah. And what is the rationale for Rabbi Eliezer? As it says in the Pasuk, You need to build a sukkah that is worthy, that can stand for seven days. Now, coming back to our, our Gemara, 
Rabbi Yehuda believes that a sukkah that is built on top of an animal is not usable for all seven days. Why not? Because, again, you're not allowed to climb up the sukkah, uh, climb up onto the animal, because you can't use an animal on Yom Tov or Shabbat. So animals muksa, there might be an issue of mechamer, of, of leading an animal, there might be an issue of, uh, of working an animal, um, a number, number of potential, uh, potential issues. You can't ride a horse in general because you might again pull off a branch. Okay, so um, how does Rabbi, so how does Rabbi Meir respond? Rabbi Meir, doesn't Rabbi Meir also have this requirement? This is a pasuk in the Torah. Chag HaSukot Yamim. So Hanami Mido'oraita, the answer is Hanami Mido'oraita, Mechazachazia, Rabbanan Hu de Gazuba. So, um, so basically what happens is as follows. Um, according to Rabbi Meir, the, uh, it's as follows. He believes that, uh, he believes, this is a good sukkah. You're allowed to build a sukkah on an animal. You're allowed to go up on the animal. But the rabbis made a gzerat. They are the ones who made a decree. Uh, who made a decree that you're not allowed to uh, to go up. So therefore, what is the machloket between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Meir? So, and, and uh, one way of understanding this, there are a number of different uh, commentaries in the in the uh, the Rishonim. It's as follows: For Rabbi Yehuda, he believes there is a rabbinic prohibition that you may not go up on an animal on on uh, you know on Yom Tov or Shabbat, and because of that. Therefore, your sukkah is not uh, is not usable for all seven days, and therefore it's pasul. Whereas Rabbi Meir says, "Wait a second, there may be a rabbinic prohibition of going up a sukkah on uh, you know on Shabbat and on Yom Tov, but that doesn't affect the rabbinic edict, the rabbinic decree, the rabbinic prohibition doesn't affect the right, the law of having a sukkah that's worthy of seven days. The sukkah is good for seven days." Then there's an additional rabbinic prohibition, but one that doesn't that shouldn't uh, undermine the uh, the Torah uh, worthiness of your uh, of your sukkah. Okay, that's the uh, the first topic for uh, for today. Second topic for today is asa lebehima dofin the sukkah. If you made one of the walls of your sukkah out of an animal, now what type of animal are we talking about? Rabbi Meir posel, Rabbi Yudah Machshir. Here the tables are turned. Rabbi Meir says it's prohibited. Rabbi Yudah says it is kasher. And I'm already seeing a hyperlink. Rabbi Yudah Machshir sounds like this is permitted. Shaya Rabbi Meir Omer. Rabbi Meir says, why does Rabbi Meir say it's prohibited? Rabbi Meir has a general opinion. One is not allowed to use a live animal for a number of things in halacha. You can't use it as a wall for your sukkah. We've discussed the lechi for mavui. Mavui is an alleyway in halacha. Meikar hadin, we don't write that one is allowed to carry there. However, we are concerned you might carry from the mavui into the Rishud Rabim. Therefore, you have to make two signs or symbols, markers, that uh, distinguish between these two spaces. One of them is either a lechi or a korah. A korah we've discussed is a beam that goes across. A lechi is a, uh, a sort of a, a beam, a panel that goes in the sides of the, uh, of the entranceway. Little passing the beer out. One is not allowed to make passing the beer out. Passing the beer out are sort of um, these right angles. You, you make uh, again the the ole, ole the regal. All the people who came up for the regal and they're traveling back to Bavel, they need water, so they had these wells dug up. But you can't take water out in the Rishut So they made these four corners, and 
the corners were built at 90 degree angles, and it was ke'il like Rishuti Achid. You can't use an animal to build these pasin beer out. You may also have a logolel lekever. One is also not allowed to uh, to use an animal for a gola lekever. A golel could be a matzeva. Gol could be the covering over a uh, over a grave. One is not allowed to use an animal for one of these purposes. Rabbi as a fifth thing that one is not allowed to do. Amru af in nashim. One is not allowed to write a get a divorce document on an animal. Uh, one is not allowed to do such a thing. Okay. My time with Rabbi Meir. So what is the rationale for Rabbi Meir who prohibits this? We're going to give two different explanations. Abai says the concern is that the animal might die. You're using an animal for your uh, for your sukkah. It might die. Rabbi Zair is concerned it might run away. Okay, so the Gemara is now going to create a new kimta. It's going to create a particular case, and it's going to say as follows. Bipil kashur, if we're talking about appeal, is, in, in, is, a, uh, is, a, is an elephant. Bipil uh, kashur, for appeal an elephant that's tied down. Kulem alo pligi. The inami mate yesh yod. So if you have this situation of an, uh, of an elephant, that's a unique circumstance where everyone agrees it's not a problem. Why? Because... Um, uh, we're not concerned that the peel, the, the elephant is going to run away because it's tied down. And even if it dies, if it falls on its side, it's at least 10 tfachim high. Okay, uh, animals, uh, you know, elephants are huge animals. They're also very intelligent animals and beautiful animals for anyone who has seen a peel, has seen an elephant in the wild. Actually once got to see elephants in the wild in Kruger National Park. Go South Africa. It was incredible. Absolutely incredible. They're beautiful, beautiful animals. Um, so, so bepil kashur kalema lepligi dami meitish benivatoyod ki pligi bepil sheinu kashur. What are we arguing about? We're arguing about using an elephant that is not tied down. Now, the concern that an elephant may just drag away your whole sukkah—that's not—that's uh, not a concern here. But they're arguing about ki pligi bepil sheinu kashur. Arguing about a peel, about an elephant that is not tied down. The manda amar shemer tamut lo chashinan. So if it's not tied down, but it might die again, ten tefachim high, not a problem. The manda amar, they're also not concerned about the smell. A dead elephant uh, might smell pretty bad. The manda amar gzera shemativrach. What about the concern that it might run away? Chayshinan. So that would be a concern. Okay, so that's the, what's the difference between these two opinions? In a situation where uh, the animal, the elephant is not tied down, it could run away, but if it dies, no problem. Now, now, wait a second. Now we're going to analyze this. For the one who says that it's a concern that the animal might die, okay? Who is the opinion who said the animal might die? Um, Abaye. Abaye said the concern it might die. If you're concerned that the animal is going to die, certainly you're concerned the animal might run away. So that can't possibly be the machloket. Ela, bepil she'eno kashur. We're rather, we're talking about an elephant that's not tied down. So, if you have an animal appeal that's not tied down, there's really no debate there. There's no debate that uh, both sides uh, would be concerned about it running away. They're actually arguing about an animal, a regular animal that's tied down, meaning not an elephant, but another animal, maybe a wildebeest. Maybe a, maybe a lion, maybe a tiger, maybe a bear. 
for the one who's concerned that the animal might die, chashinan, then there's a concern. We're concerned. Uh, if the animal dies, then uh, you won't have your tent vachim. Lamanda amrakzerashamativrach, lo chashinan. For the one who, uh, so it, it, it's in the behimak shura, right? It's in the behimah that, that's, uh, that's tied down. So if it dies, not a problem. It dies down in the place. If it runs away, um, you know, lo uh, chashinan. We're also not concerned about this because it's tied down. Sorry, sorry, let me just say that again. The man that chashina. The one who's concerned it might die, or choshesh, because then it might be less than ten fachim. The man chashina. We're not concerned it might uh, run away because it's tied down. The Gemara then asks, the man that But wait a second, for the one who's concerned that the animal might run away, you should also be concerned that it might die. So, um, if you're concerned it's going to run away, you could be concerned it might die. The Gemara's answer is, Mita lo shricha. Uh, you know what? Things, Mita is not so common. Okay? Rabbi Meir lo pasil. Even Rabbi Meir would say in such a situation, it wouldn't be pasul if it were to die. So the Gemara says, wait a second. Vaika ravcha debeni beni. But uh, isn't there space? Let's say the animal does die. Isn't there space between its legs? How are you going to have a, a wall of ten tefachim? So uh, look at Rashi. Even when it's alive, in fact, the animal has pirtsaot. It has breaches. It has there are holes between its legs. You don't really have a wall. Um, so the Gemara's answer is the avi So between the legs of the animal, you put branches, and that's how you cover up the uh, the holes. So the Dilma Riva. So, but then when our concern, maybe the animal is going to crouch. If the animal crouches, it's less than ten tefachim high, right? Uh, okay. So what? So what do we do then? So we say dimiticha ba'ashle mil'el. You know what you've done? You've Rashi explains. Look, go to Rashi five lines up. Hamiticha ba'ashle mil'el. Basically, you tied the animal. So if it were to die. Um, and it would be less than ten tefachim. It's still going to hang because you've uh, uh, you've tied it up. So the Gemara says, "Ulamanda amar tamut." Nami, okay, for, but for the one who's concerned that the animal might die, Nami ameticha ba'ashlemil el. You could also then tie it up. What's the problem? Why you, why do you need to be concerned about it dying if you could tie it up? So the answer is zimnin demoki bepachot mishlosha samuch l'schach. Look at Rashi. There zimnin. There are times demoki da bepachot mikimol. You've you've made put the animal more than three tefachim, uh, less than three tefachim away. Look at Rashi. Pa'amim she'in begova shel behima elashiva. Sometimes the animal only seven tefachim high, which is not enough. Umeshahi. So what Rashi is saying here is that what happens, let's say the wall of your, um, let, let's say the very small sukkah, that's only 10 tefachim high. So the animal is hanging, it's tied, it's hanging, and even if it were to die, uh, the animal is hanging and but it's only about seven seven plus shavu mashehu shavu mashehu tefachim, and so you have a lavud because it's less than three tefachim between the roof and the animal. And um, but if the animal were to die, then it would 
go below seven tefachim, and you don't have lavud. So that's the concern. Zimin demogi bepachot mishlosha samoch l'schach. Okay, again, there's less than three tefachim when it's standing, or when it, you know, and then the kevan demaiti, once the animal dies, kavitza v'lavadaiteh. Then it's kavitza, uh, it contracts. Rashi mitma eight. And then you have, you don't have lavud anymore. V'havadai shlosha ubati le lavud ve'in kandofen. Um, okay, so then you're not going to have a wall. So the Gemara is now going to zoom out for a second and say, wait a second, so if we just go back to the opinion here, we have this machloket about what's the problem with a uh, with an animal as your dofen, and um, and and we basically said we're talking about a live animal. So what was the issue? So Abai said there's an issue, and they're all explaining shit that Rabbi Meir. Remember, Rabbi Meir is the one who says it's uh, posel. Rabbi Meir says uh, it was because of uh, Shemativrach, and Rabbi Zera says uh, sorry Shematamut. Rabbi Meir said Shematamut. But the Gemara is going to say, wait a second. Here we're saying that Rabbi Meir is concerned that an animal might die. That's the reason that this animal is basul to be your uh, your dofen in your sukkah. But in another circumstance, a totally different area of halacha, Rabbi Meir himself is the one who's not concerned that something's going to die. It's Rabbi Yehuda who's concerned that something's going to die, whereas Rabbi Meir believes that someone's going to live. So let's see what this contradiction. Uh, this contradiction is going to come from Masachat Gitin and also from Masachat Yivamot related to uh, to marriage. And to a husband who's traveling abroad and getting divorced. Okay. Uh, so the Gemara says, Umi Amar Abai Rabbi Meir Chayish Lamita? Rabbi Yudha Lo Chayish? Does Rabbi Abai really believe that Rabbi Meir is the one who's Chayish Lamita? And Rabbi, that Rabbi Yudha is not concerned about death? And that's why Rabbi Meir, that's why Rabbi Yudha uh, wasn't concerned about having an animal as your uh, as your uh, your wall? That's not what we learn the opposite in the Mishnah. What do we learn in the Mishnah? This is Mishnah from Masachet Gitin, Amudalat. You see the star. But he says, "Shnei say the kohen, a Jewish woman who is married to a kohen, v'alach ba'ala le'midinatayam. Her husband went traveling, went abroad le'midinatayam. So does she know that he's alive? We, we assume he's alive. Why does this matter? So a, a a woman married to a kohen is allowed to eat truma. Once she's no longer married to a kohen, she's not allowed to eat truma. So at this point in time, he's traveling abroad. She assumes he's healthy, he's fine until she hears hears otherwise." She can continue eating truma. There's a presumption that she is alive. But we, we had a contradiction there uh, in the Gemara because uh, we have a situation where we throw another source at this and there's a contradiction. So another case is where uh, a husband says to his wife, listen, a minute before I die or an hour before I die, uh, he's giving her a get right now. And he says, listen, take this get. It's not applicable right now. But in an hour before I die, you're going to be divorced from me. Now, why would a husband do that? Why would he make it a get that only becomes applicable um, an hour before before he dies? The answer is that she does not want to do yibum with, uh, with, with his brother. Let's say they're a couple. Okay, uh, you know, we have, uh, we have John and... and uh, you know, John is married to uh, to to Mary, and uh, they don't have any children. So when John dies, Mary's going to have to marry uh, John's brother. Okay, so uh, so she doesn't want to do that. So he he creates a get that will only be applicable now before he dies. Now, let's say she's a uh, he's a kohen. John is a kohen. Okay, John the priest. Can she eat truma from that point onwards? So the Gemara says. Uh, as soon as he gives her the get, even though the get 
isn't chal. The get doesn't come into place. It doesn't work until he's, you know, dead, an hour before he's dead. Nonetheless, she's not allowed to eat truma at all. Now, uh, what is the reason for this? Um, so, asur lachol b'truma miyad im hu kohen v'hi yisraelit d'shem azuhi ashash okadim yitadov arayim yigurash menu alma mita shchicha v'chai shinama. So what do we say? She's not allowed to eat from the truma right now. Now, why not? The answer is because we're concerned, well, the husband's not here. He's not with her. At this moment, he could die. Maybe he died at the next moment. Maybe the next moment. You never know. He could have died. What do we see from here? We see from here there's a concern that the husband might die. Okay? Now, how do we explain the Amar Abayi? So we have a contradiction here between these two Gemaras from Asachar Gitin. On the one hand, we say... Uh, we're not concerned the husband dies. So in the first case, the woman is allowed to continue eating her truma when uh, when her husband, who's a Kohen, goes abroad. In the second case, also when a woman's married to a Kohen, we assume right away she's not allowed to eat from uh, from truma because we assume that the husband may die at this moment. So we see that there's the first brighta is not concerned about that. The second is concerned about that. And how did we resolve this brighta? The first bright is in the name of Rabbi, Rabbi Meir, who is not concerned about death. The second brighta is by Rabbi Yudah, who is concerned about death. And yet, what do we see here? We see Rabbi Meir right here is concerned about death. And yet in our Gemara, related to building a sukkah with an animal, we're not concerned. Uh, Rabbi Meir is, uh, is, concerned about, uh, is concerned about death. So we have a contradiction. So by Gitin, Rabbi Meir is not concerned about death. Death is lo shchecha. Whereas by the, uh, by the walls, Rabbi Meir is posel because he's concerned that your animal, which is tied, is going to die, and that's going to be posel your sukkah. So he is concerned. So which one is it? Bezrat Hashem, we will answer this question on uh, Tuesday morning. Yom Tov Rikulam.